Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Sean T., your host of Trust and Believe. You know, each and every week, I want to take you on a journey so you can live your best life. Listen, I'm going to end every episode with a truth bomb so that you can take something away to continue to believe in who you are. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What's up, everybody? My name is Sean T. If you don't know who I am, and I'm here in Seattle at Bulletproof, you know, the headquarters, and I'm here with the amazing Dave Asprey. And we've talked a lot on video call, but it's the first time that we are here in person, uh, and I'm so excited to be here with him. But before we get more into Dave, I want to know how you are doing. Give me some hearts to let me know that you are living and breathing and trying to live your best life today. Um, This is Coffee Talk, so I hope you have your coffee, and I hope it's bulletproof, but if not, you're going to find a little bit about bulletproof today, and today is going to be a lot about how you can literally live your best life from the inside out you know we've been last week we talked about insecurities we've been talking about intermittent fasting a lot this is the king of intermittent fasting right here I believe and um, so today we're just gonna go a little bit deeper into health and your health awareness and get off of the surface of I need to lose weight and I want to have great arms and I want to have great abs and what it's really like to be fit and there's no better way to do that than to be here with my man Dave at Bulletproof. Dave, just tell me how you're doing this morning. Like, what's going on? How was your, how was your night last night? I'm doing pretty good. I slept, I got about two hours of deep sleep and almost two hours of REM sleep because I monitored my sleep. Because right after eating, 
It's all about how you sleep. Wait, hold on. You just pointed to this. Let's talk about this for a this second. It's a ring. It's called an aura ring. I don't know if I can hold that up. It's got little sensors in there, and it actually tracks your sleep, your exercise, and it's lighter than one of the wristband things. So I just wear like clunky jewelry because I like it. Yeah. Not yeah. Because it's monitoring me. Right. So, wait, so this goes right into what I want to talk about today. Let's go deeper into your health. Most of the time we say, oh, we need to get seven, eight hours of sleep or whatever. Why, what, what, um, what motivated you to buy that and, and how, it, how has it enhanced your sleep so far? You can go about four days without sleep and then you die. Maybe a week. I mean, it, it's really hard to go beyond that and people go nuts. You can go a lot more than that without food. So you could say sleep is more important than food. And I used to sleep not particularly well. I also don't like to spend time sleeping because I like to spend time writing books or just playing with my kids, anything else, right? Talk about this in a minute, nice. So it turns out sleeping eight hours is not a good idea if it's bad sleep. Mm. It's just like, is eating important? Well, yes, but is eating junk food good? No. So if you get junk sleep, it's not that good. So I actually focus on how good is my sleep. I get more sleep in six hours than most people get in eight hours. I sleep like I'm a 20-year-old. And what's your preparation to get good sleep? Because I have to share with you what I've been doing to sleep better. But what? Because there's a lot of people out there that may have a hard time falling asleep, the stress of the day. So what is your preparation to get that good sleep? All right. So I'm, I'm just going to have to say Google Dave Asprey Sleep Hack because I read the original blog post about sleep hacking. Before bed, you want to try either raw honey. And if you're in ketosis, you can still have a teaspoon of this stuff. Uh, but if you're not in ketosis, uh, it's Rain fine. Down. And raw honey in hot tea wouldn't work, right? So it's got to actually be raw. You Or you want to have collagen protein. Yeah, the Bulletproof stuff is the best, right? It's great. Okay. And brain octane oil. And here's why. At night, your brain needs energy for sleep. And that, that stuff goes into how anxious you are the next day. And we all know you sleep badly, you don't feel good, right? So this is about you showing up the next day. But if you run out of energy, you wake up at 3 in the morning and you don't know how to go back to sleep. So a little bit of energy right before bed. Not a lot, just a teaspoon or something like that. It gives your brain enough to cruise through and do the wash cycle and all the stuff it does at night. And it's amazing what that does. You black out the room. I take Bulletproof Sleep Mode, the supplement I formulated for that. There's something called the sleep induction mat that I also manufactured. Are you guys writing all this down because this is how we're going to tackle sleep that. Right? <laughs> okay. And the final thing is true dark glasses. There's a pair of sleep glasses. I don't get jet lag anywhere on the planet anymore. And I'm talking super deep sleep in a way I never could in my entire adult life achieve that I get now. So that's a lot of stuff. Number one, don't eat after dark unless you're having those tiny little snacks before bed I just talked about. Number two, black out your room and just dark curtains, no light coming around the edges, and don't look at your screen, don't look at bright things, turn everything down for an hour or two before bed. Just that alone, you'll probably get more sleep in less time. And that's a huge return on investment. You do that, wake up, do your intermittent fasting, skip your breakfast, have your coffee, and you're gonna have a different quality of life. Like, you show up differently, and that's what it's about. The, I've lost 100 pounds, I mean, you know that. But it's not about that. It's about not feeling like crap when you weigh 300 pounds, and not yeah. acting angry all the time. And so that, that's why I do all this stuff. I just, you know, I got a lot of fun things I want to do. It's, um, it's interesting you said junk sleep. I think that's the thing that stood out to me most because a lot of people think uh, junk food is bad for you, right? And you can also get junk sleep. And it's so interesting you said that because last night I didn't sleep well. My stomach yeah. was acting a little crazy. And... Um, I got junk sleep last night. Yeah. So, but lately, you know, I, obviously I'm going to add some of these things in that you said, but lately for me, 
it's been about I've been breathing differently and doing breathing exercises oh, yeah. before I went to sleep. That's big. And um, which will t- you know we're doing something really cool at Shanti Fitness. I'm doing it with uh, Sam. Um, kind of like well, it's kind of what you do is like life hacks and biohacking Beautiful. your body to to just you know because I've turned 41, had kids, my business is growing, the stress in my life. Not necessarily negative stress. It's great things that bring stress onto your life. Yeah. I think one of the, one of the first things that I've challenged myself to do is breathe better. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of days, I literally I was doing box breathing. I'm doing box breathing. Yeah. And the first, I think it was maybe the first or second night, I went back to Sam and I said, holy crap. Like, I got two boxes in and I passed out just bringing yeah. like new oxygen to my body and so it's it's so interesting that I can be able to enhance that with the brain octane I never thought about taking the brain octane just, at night just a little bit and we're talking a teaspoon yeah see, see what it does okay I like that so Dave um, I just want to jump right in because first of all everyone out there this man is amazing. If you don't follow him, go over and follow Dave Asprey. Make sure you follow Bulletproof, not just because, you know, he's a great person or it's a great product, but you get lots and lots of information that's going to enhance your life. And that's exactly what I want you to do. Um, some of the things he just talked about, you know, I talk about releasing the seven superpowers in your life and Dave is going to make you a superhuman. And this is what I'm really excited about because I started reading your book and the minute you said mitochondria, my brain went. Now, a lot of you out there might see the word mitochondria and be like, oh my gosh, it's going to be sciencey. But for you out there who have heard you need to eat really healthy or however you eat, we say do intermittent fasting, make sure you exercise 30 minutes a day. Um, and if you're sick, this is what you need to do. You need to take your vitamins. If you see all that, um, this book actually takes it to the cellular level. So it doesn't just sound like, you know, we're telling you what to do or this is how you eat or follow these steps. Dave is literally taking you to the cellular level so that you can see how your body is responding to the things that you're doing externally and what you're putting in your body. And I just, I want you, what was your motivation? I know kind of what your motivation was for writing this book, but I want you to tell them. No, first of all, I want you to tell them your life goal. Can you tell them your life goal? I am going to live to at least 180 years old. (laughs) No, so I didn't say 180, at least. I'm not even kidding about that. It's actually going to happen if a piano doesn't fall out of the sky and hit me or something random. And if you're watching this right now, there's a very good chance that you're going to make it past 100. Because you don't know what we've been doing for the last 30 years of medical research on anti-aging. The people who are doing the work, they've been on my show, I've been working in that field for 20 years, and we understand now the things that are making us old. And it turns out there's seven pillars of aging, and we have a way to attack each one of those things. And you can say, I don't want to be old. We're talking about tubes and diapers and you know hospitals and all that stuff, not remembering your own name. That's actually... Only in the last, really, 70 years has that even happened. That's not what aging looks like. What it actually looks like is wisdom. You have the village elder, and we have this shocking lack of village elders because the people who are aging right now, most of them don't have the energy or the cognitive ability to give back. They're too sick, and that's not how it's always been. So what's going to happen is you are going to be walking around under your own power doing what you want to do when you're 90 years old, and it's going to change the world. The technology is already in place, and it turns out all you have to do is make some small changes now. The biggest thing is the thing that lets you show up with your willpower today. Your body's job, end of the day, 
take air and food, combine them, and make energy. And that's what keeps you alive. If you're better at doing that, guess what you have more of? You have more willpower. You also have more life. And then with all that extra energy, you can actually turn on repair systems. And yeah, you gotta not do some things that mess up your body in order to live a long time, but it's, it's ridiculous what's coming our way. So I want you to know about that. I want people to know about that. And for me, writing a book, there's no better way to really know something than either teach a class on it or write a book about it. So it forced me to really go deep with all this knowledge and then structure it. So now I've got it in, inside me as well. Uh, one of the things you talked about in the book is how you're making yourself a guinea pig for these things. And, you know, as I was reading, you know, it's interesting. You weren't just talking about like eating healthy. You also talked about some, what I believe to be pharmaceutical medicines that you're like, Hey, this possibly works too. And there are a lot of people out there who are like, Oh, don't take drugs. Or, you know, there's some people I know that have gotten cancer and they're like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take any drugs or whatever. And then they realize like, okay, I need to actually support this healthy lifestyle yeah. with pharmaceutical medicine. Talk about that a little bit because there are some people who are just completely against, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. You know, I, I used to be more like that many years ago. But here's the deal. If, if I said you should be on a liquid diet, you might say, oh, okay, that's interesting. But then if I told the liquid was gasoline, you might say, I, I think I'm going to skip that diet, right? Because it turns out what liquid is it is what matters. And with pharmaceuticals, Look, they all do different things. And some of them have anti-aging effects. And some of them can actually save your life. In fact, your odds of dying from cancer are still really high. It's one of the big four things that's likely to kill you. But we can cure cancer twice as well as we could 10 years ago. And you know what? They use pharmaceuticals for that, right? There's also supportive therapies. I've interviewed a lot of guys who do that sort of stuff that might make you need less pharmaceuticals. But to say pharmaceuticals as a class are no good, well, that's really simplistic. And it doesn't make any sense at all. Because I can tell you, you know, plant-based proteins, right? They're good for you. Ricin, the nerve gas used in the Tokyo attacks, that was a plant-based protein. Mm. So you can't say plant-based protein is good for you because you got to know what protein it is, right? right, right it's right. the same with drugs, right? So a lot of them, not worth the risk. But you have to look, what's your risk? If you're looking at dying, you have an infection that's moving up your arm, and take the antibiotics for God's sake. Like, don't just pray over it. Like, you can do both. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry I have to laugh at that. I mean, I'm not laughing. I guess I am laughing at it because I hear a lot of people say I'm going to pray over this. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, I grew up in the church, so I get yeah. it. Like, I totally get it. The power of prayer is amazing. Oh, there's Positive really thinking. It's really good stuff. But also, you know, the power of prayer possibly help this person develop this drug that will help save your life. I mean, when I had my appendix surgery, my appendix ruptured, they didn't know that my appendix had ruptured for three days yeah. and the only thing that was keeping me alive was antibiotics had I not taken them I would have died like within a day and a half and then they had to do um, exploratory surgery and oh, yeah. they found out my opinions had ruptured behind my intestines so I'm you know I don't say I'm not a fan of Advil like I don't yeah. run to Advil it's or Tylenol or anything like that when I have like even if I have um inflamed knees because I know a lot of people out there obviously you're doing your workouts you probably feel like you need some sort of recovery and you know I love you Scott but my husband Scott he keeps ibuprofen <laughs> like he has an entire pharmacy in his bag and he's like you should take this and I'm like no if I have a headache he's like take this and I'm like no um, you know I like to drink water and but he's also 
really a really big advocate on you know icing your body and like yeah. you know recovering that way. Um, all right, I'm just gonna skip roles for a little bit. First of all, tell them when Superhuman comes out so people can be ready. October eighth, but you can pre-order it now if if you want to. This book. It's got stuff you can do that doesn't cost anything that's going to make you live longer. And it's got stuff that goes all the way up to what the crazy billionaires are doing. And the reason I write about that is because if the crazy billionaires are doing it now, in 20 years, you're going to be doing it for six bucks. That's the nature of the world we live in now. And that's the most exciting thing ever. The cell phones that, you know, when, when I was in college and 20 something years ago, you don't see investment bankers you're driving with a cell phone. With a big trunk. cell phone yeah, and they have the, the suitcase with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, like who do you think you are? $20 a minute and all that. And now it's like you could buy a cell phone for a dollar a month in Africa. Right, and right. This is happening with anti-aging right now. That's why it's like the coolest time ever to be alive. Um, so you can pre-order. We're going to make pre-orderable. And you can pre-order the book anywhere books are sold online. Uh, you, you guys all know what I'm talking about. And for those of you who are Dave Asprey fans... He is actually doing the audiobook. I don't know if I can tell people that. Yeah, I know, you can tell people. I know, I know he said that some people don't like when someone else reads his book, but this time you're, you're recording yeah. an audiobook with this amazing voice right here, so you can be happy about that. Yeah, it's about four days of just eight hours a day sitting in a little box reading, and I'm doing that for you guys because last time I had a professional reader read it, and I just read parts, and people complained. So I'm doing the whole thing myself. And I've done that before, and it's extremely tough. For me, it was, because it was a self-help memoir. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. All right. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to talk about something that um, I've been talking a lot about on just in the world of Shanti and on my lives. And that's intermittent fasting. I love it. I would love while they've heard a lot about it. We've done webinars. I've had experts. I want to just. I want to hear your intermittent fasting journey, how it started. I want to talk about how you lost 100 pounds because a lot of people in here are looking to lose weight. And I see where you are now. I mean, you're writing books. Um, You want to live to be 180. He will live to be 180. Um, And so I just want to talk about your journey, how intermittent fasting really, you know, really supported where you are now. Oh, yeah. So my book came out in 2014 called The Bulletproof Diet. And there's a roadmap you can download. It's it's a free thing on the Bulletproof website, just Bulletproof Diet Roadmap. But it talks about when to eat. And since then, huge amounts of research have come out, including uh, Sachin Panda is uh, an expert who's been on Bulletproof Radio from the Salk Institute. And what's going on here is that it turns out when you eat matters as much as what you eat. I went from you know, the eating six or eight times a day so your body doesn't go into starvation mode. Same here. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I remember being in this, in this meeting uh, and I was you know, maybe 26, 27, and I said, guys, it's 11.45, I'm ending the meeting because if I don't go eat right now, I'm gonna kill one of you and eat you. And, and I just walked out <laughs> the door. And it's, it's that, that hangry feeling. So I couldn't imagine, but the thought of intermittent fasting actually made me mad. I was like, how dare someone talk about that? You'd starve. And and it's actually really like a visceral, emotional thing. But as I got more metabolically flexible, as I developed the Bulletproof Diet principles, it turns out 
it's painless to do that. So what you do is you wake up in the morning and you can have a cup of black coffee. Now, the amount of caffeine in two small cups of coffee doubles ketone production, according to a UC San Diego uh, study uh, from Dr. Kinane. And if you add some brain octane to that, that is going to boost your ketone levels dramatically. And in the Bulletproof Diet, I went through all this science, but here's the trick. There's two hormones that basically control how hypoglybitchy you're going to be. It's <laughs> a medical term right there. That is, I hope my friend Dr. Lauren Fitzgerald is watching because she's going to actually love that phrase. What is called CCK. It's a, the Calvin Klein hormone. Uh, actually not. But <laughs> does it come with underwear? <laughs> it, it does. And they have to, you have to buy smaller ones. Every month when you get it. So CCK makes you feel full. It's the satiety hormone. And when you get your ketone levels up just a tiny bit, way less than like the keto bros, like, dude, I've had no glucose in six months and my ketones are higher than yours. Like, you're doing it wrong. So what? Facts. <laughs> He's just giving you the facts, people. So what's going to happen here is you're going to turn up your fullness when you get just a little bit of ketone present. And then the big one, though, is called ghrelin. And this is what makes you really crave and hungry. So the hunger is like, you know what I could eat right now? But if I don't eat, I'll be all right. And cravings are like, I'm gonna kill you if I don't eat right now. And it's that difference. So that little bit of coffee, brain octane, get those ketones up to 0.5, which is less than the level of all the keto, you know, the keto newbies that are you know, promoting keto out there uh, without the nuances. Uh, keto's good, but you don't get the nuances down. You get so high in the keto that you never, you, know, you never talk about your gut bacteria. You never talk about all the other side effects. You got to go in and out. Turns out you just need that little bit in order to turn off the cravings. So what feels like intermittent fasting is going to be the end of the world because I'm going to be so hungry. Someone's going to put a bagel out at 10 a.m. and it's just going to call to me, and I'm going to, you know, claw my way towards it. None of that happens. You, you literally drink the coffee and you go, oh, that's weird. I didn't want the bagel. And, and that's the liberating part of intermittent fasting. And you talk a lot about willpower being a good person. So there's a voice in your head, and the voice in your head says, eat the bagel. And you say, no. And it says, eat the damn bagel. And it says, no. And then you go into this long dialogue, and eventually go, I'll just have half a bagel, mm. right? And I'll just put some schmear on there. And, well, that and But then you end up eating the entire bagel. It, it happens, yeah. and then you just go, well, I'm a bad person. And what happens is you ran out of willpower. Right? So if you can turn off that voice, you don't have to have willpower to say no to a voice that's gone. What turns it off is a little bit of ketone. That's why for me, Bulletproof Coffee, it literally changed my life because I could go, wow, I just have some of this in the morning and I'm, I just don't care about food. And all that energy that went into food in my head, now it goes into writing books, playing with my kids, being a good husband, all this stuff that's actually just part of living. Mm -hmm. Why would you spend all that time thinking about food when you don't have to? Yeah, I think, and I've, I've talked about this before, but I was accidentally doing intermittent fasting in my 20s when I was a professional dancer. So I would wake up and I was never really a fan of breakfast, but I would, um, I would have coffee. And then when I would get hungry because I had I had uh, dance rehearsal later and I didn't want my stomach to be full, I would just have coffee again. And it, I've, we didn't have brain octane back then. Sorry, right. but um, and I wasn't putting butter in my coffee either. But uh, you know, it just kind of like slightly curbed my appetite yeah. to the point where I was like, okay, like this helps. And I remember when I met my husband and I wouldn't be eating, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have some coffee. He would be like just eat because he like he likes to eat and he's just like just eat and I'm like oh I'm fine but I was I didn't know what I was doing at the time and you know and then 
believe it or not, when I was like, I'm going to eat breakfast because I have this happening, I have to work out. Even though I was working out at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, I would get up and I would eat and I actually started to gain weight. Yeah. And I and then I went the, the other route, which was, okay, I'm going to eat five, six times a day, which really worked for me because they were super small meals. It did work. I'm not saying it did Yeah, and you were exercising a ton too, right? I was, I would wake up at, I, I'm going to give you guys my schedule. I'm going to tell you exactly what I used to do. I woke up at 5.50 in the morning. I would go have breakfast by like, I would be eating at 6.30. I would have eight egg whites with avocado. Each week I would diminish any carb intake. So it got to the point where there was no sugar in my coffee and no bread. It was just the eight egg whites and avocado. That was at like 6.30. Then at 9.30 I would be eating um, another egg white omelet with chicken. Yep. And then at like 12.30 I would be eating salmon with sweet potatoes. Now mind you, I was I worked out at like 8.30. I worked out at like, I would finish that workout, I would go work out again. Then I would walk all the way across town. Wow. Um, this is when I lived in New York. I would walk all the way across town. I would work out again and run. And, and, you know, but I was like eating and it just took a lot of time. It was just, it was a lot of time. It was really expensive. And um, so anyway, now doing intermittent fasting, I don't experience the bloat. I mean, like, it's like I experienced bloating, like maybe... Um, 10% of the time but it's probably probably because I had alcohol or something yeah that, alcohol you know, will do that, that. yeah right. um, so for anybody out there listen I'm not a fitness bully nor a nutrition bully but I just know that the eating five times a day while it worked for the external it just was like it was so hard to keep up and I think intermittent fasting is just it's just super easy to make a part of your daily life and here's the thing you could do intermittent fasting without being in ketosis or on the keto diet and I do this all the time I, I go to your big conferences how many of you have been in ketosis and half the room raises their hand how many of you are in it now three people because it's too much work yeah. right? it's expensive and you go to restaurants there's nothing to eat and all that you don't have to do that all the time what you do is just in the morning just do your intermittent fasting and that will give that little bump of ketones which is enough to really change your metabolism Right, and so maybe for one week, like, all right, I'm going to go for these omelets, and I'm going to go for zero carbs, and I totally encourage that. Right, it just stop at the end of the week and have some sweet potatoes already. Like, like you don't need to be in a zero carb state forever. It's not going to be good for you, right? And if you wake up and you're like, man, I feel like garbage this morning, and I'm just dragging, you know, maybe you don't have to work out three times that day, right? Like you were doing. I'm sure yeah. you were overtraining some of that time. Oh right? yeah, man. Jesus, yes. I Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what time is it? Let's see. All right. We have five minutes left. Do we have any people commenting with anything we can talk to them about? Yeah, we have a couple. What, a, what would you say to someone who says they don't like coffee? How can they, like, you know, practice intermittent fasting? <laughs> That's Scott. <laughs> I, I think there's an answer for that. Like, like, it doesn't really matter. Drink it anyway. <laughs> no, I uh, I do have a bunch of a bunch of uh, fans who actually said, "All right, I'm going to drink this because it's a superfood." And after a week, they like coffee. But if you really are just like, I don't like coffee, I, I got to tell you, 
most coffee, especially in the United States, has mold in it. There's the toxins from mold. You're not going to see it. And when you try the Bulletproof beans, which are lab tested and created differently for that, you might find that all of a sudden you don't have an inversion of coffee that you did before. I'm afraid of normal coffee, even though it tastes great. I'm like, I don't want to feel the angriness that it brings to me. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is use some matcha. Add some brain octane to some matcha. Matcha is a kind of green tea. You can do that. You can also just put brain octane in, in a smoothie. You're not intermittent fasting if you do that. But basically, you can do butter, brain octane, and any sort of colored liquid that doesn't have sugar and protein in it, and you're good to go. Cold brew. Oh, yeah. Cold brew. Oh, cold brew, which is actually my favorite. Yeah. I love cold brew. The dark chocolate cold brew tastes like chocolate milk. You can't even tell there's coffee in there, but it's so good. All right, so we have to do a video with Scott. Doing cold brew, the dark chocolate. He cold said the comments. Brew. He said no coffee. So <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Scott. Won't you do it for Just me? One try. Just one try. We're gonna film it. That would be a great post. Let's tell him, right, chocolate. Alex? <laughs> it's chocolate. Milk. Don't tell him Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he does like chocolate. There you go. Okay. Next question. What's Next. your favorite thing to do when you're fasting aside from bulletproof coffee? I like to do like to drink. Yeah. Are, are they asking? Uh, I drink a lot of uh, of sparkling water. Mm. I, I oh my gosh, that. that was going to be my answer. Uh, they, if I was, if you know, if it was for me, um, <laughs> that was gonna, so good. You can say why, but uh, it, it turns out that sparkling water just tastes good. I, I don't know that there's any strong reason. I've noticed that on airplanes, if you drink sparkling water, at least for me, it raises my blood oxygen levels because your body has to absorb more oxygen to get rid of the carbon dioxide. But that's kind of dorky. So I just no because if you don't know when you are when you fly, especially a long period of time, even though the pilots pressurize the cabin, you still don't get. I know. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now. the, even though the pilots pressurize the cabin, you still don't get the same amount of oxygen to your blood as you would if you were on the ground. And so, for if one of the, one of my favorite things to do when I get off a long flight is to work out. And I was actually working with a guy a couple weeks or last week, and he said I took a, he took a flight from Mexico. It's like a four hour flight. Landed in Vegas. He's like the first thing I did was drink a lot of water and I started running. And so, if you experience jet lag, this one doesn't, which we need to figure out how. It's you the know. glasses, the true dark. Okay, yeah. can you buy me some? I'll give you some. Notice I didn't say I'm going to buy some. I'm saying, can you buy? Oh, you're going to give me some then? I started the company. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, you know a guy. So anyway, so if that's the thing, if you fly, make sure you, I drink sparkling water when I fly. Make sure they don't on planes these days. They try to give you the the um, the flavored. Yeah, don't yeah. say no. Just give me, you know, whatever. Or buy it at the airport, Pellegrino, and take it on a plane. Yep. Um, next question. What's the best place for someone to start who knows nothing about intermittent fasting? Uh, well, I have, for me, well, you obviously follow Dave, and he, and he has plenty of research done on it. We also have a webinar that we did. Um, it was just a kind of motivational, informational webinar that I did a couple weeks ago. We can put that in the stories as a swipe up, but yeah, tell them where they can go to the Go to the webinar and, and check that out, because understanding how to do it is really important. My book, The Bulletproof Diet, is about a half a million copies sold in 16 languages. It's all in there, but you're going to have to go in, you know, you're going to read the book or do the audio book or something like that. So seriously, do the webinar, and if you say, all right, there's something to this I think I can do it read the book I'm going to tell you not just how to intermittent fast but what you might eat at the end of the intermittent fast that's going to give you massive cravings and how to tell this is what to avoid that's a big part of it right I want to know if I'm I'm doing something correct which I think I what is it looks like you're doing most things correct I mean you know (laughs) so 
Uh, what is when you break your fast? What is the first thing you eat? Because I think that's a, that's one of the things a lot of people are like. What do I eat when I when I finish breaking my fast? And before you answer, I want to say that it took me about seven days to get out of the hangry stage. Yeah. Like when I like was like reintroducing my body because we would wake up, we would have a meeting, and then we would go have breakfast, and you know. We went to gluten-free pancakes Like gluten-free was better And But now I don't crave carbs The first thing I crave Is not carbs It's vegetables I, I actually still eat eggs I crave the protein And the vegetables But you tell me What is the What's the best food Best in quotes and After food. an intermittent fast The kind of Template for my diet Is a plate Covered in vegetables With a moderate to small amount of grass-fed animal, some sort of beef or lamb or wild-caught fish, something like that. The quality of the meat is really important. You spend more on the meat, you eat less of it. It works out. And you cover all that with guacamole, butter, olive oil, nuts, any sort of fat you can get. And I want half my calories to come from fat or more. And when I do that, I get this amazing plate. It just it tastes good. It makes me happy, and I'm full. I, I'm eating the same amount of, of energy that I normally would. I just don't do it all spread out throughout the day. Yeah, I think so. Yesterday I had junk sleep too. I don't know for some reason my sleep. No, yesterday I had good sleep, but I woke up and I wasn't recovered from the day before's exercising and working out. Okay, we're, we're getting you the aura ring. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have them send it to you. Aura ring. Oh my god, my life. Is oh, do you have an aura ring? Or no. no. Okay. I don't have one. Okay, you so one? I'm. No. Oh, all right. Oh, we got to wrap it up. All right. I'm oh. getting you an R ring. I'm getting you the True Dark glasses, and you're going to measure your sleep, and, and okay. you're going to hack it directly. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Um, yesterday, when I woke up, I just had um, I had a plate full of avocado. Nice. I was just like, this is what I need. salt on there? Yes. That's something to talk about. When you're intermittent fasting, it's okay to have like a half a teaspoon of sea salt in your water in the morning. So if you get, kind of feel dizzy, like, I don't feel so good, that'll totally change things right after you wake up. It has to do with adrenal function. And when you're in ketosis, you actually need more salt. So it's, it's okay to have some salt, but it's not going to harm you. Cool. Dave, thank you. Awesome. Chip is bullying me, telling me I need to wrap it up. I'm, but I'm, just, I'm just trying to hang out with my friend. I'm just trying to hang out with my friend. Anyway, make sure you guys pre-order order the book, Superhuman. It's so good. Just make sure you have a highlighter and maybe a notepad on the side because it is. you're going to feel like you went back to college. However, however, the benefits of that could possibly make you live to your 180. No, that's a, you know, just make you live longer and feel healthier thank you guys for joining and like i always say trust and believe in who you are make sure you follow dave and at bulletproof because i'm going to be with them for a very long time i'm a part of the the family now so peace out guys thank you for joining me on this season of trust and believe transformation stories this season we're doing something a little different in efforts to keep you inspired motivated and to hold you accountable it's one thing to listen to the podcast but it's another thing to take action on your daily transformation. So look at this season as a course in your personal transformation. Every other week, the episode will challenge you to take action steps to further enhance your personal life journey so that you can have constant progress. All you need to do to take action is to go to shantfitness.com slash safe space. There you can download your worksheet of the week. By completing these assignments, you will continue to stay present by enhancing yourself and your life. 
life. To join the Safe Space community, just fill out the information provided on the site and you will have access to monthly confidence building seminars, access to my live motivational talks, and each month will feature a guest speaker to help you sustain positivity in different parts of your life. Again, go to shantfitness.com slash safe space, a community of positive people that are here to help you grow. For Trust and Believe listeners, use the coupon code TRUST at checkout and get one month free. That's shantifitness.com slash safe space and use the coupon code T-R-U-S-T. Welcome to the safe space.